Here we go, episode number two. Hi, and welcome to Your Selling Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kirk, aka Your Selling Guide. I'm a small town girl who took a big risk and quit a steady corporate desk job to travel the U.S. in an RV in 2017. Along the way, I started selling on Amazon and grew a seven-figure business. I visited all the lower 48 states, bought a farm, and today I am still doing what I love, selling on Amazon, while helping other sellers do it too. Each week, I will share Amazon tips and tricks and bring guests in to share their stories, expertise, and tips on what platforms they use. Think of this as a sit down with your Amazon bestie where we can learn, ask, start, and grow your online selling businesses. Welcome to Your Selling Pod. Hey crew, and welcome to episode number two. On today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down all things retail arbitrage and Amazon FBA. If this all feels totally foreign to you, don't worry. I will do my best to break it all down simply here, but the great news is I actually have years of videos on my YouTube channel, Nikki Kirk, N-I-K-K-I-K-I-R-K, where you can actually watch me not only outsourcing, but breaking everything down, all the different aspects of Amazon selling step by step. In addition to launching this podcast this year, I am also super excited to be hosting meetups across the U.S. Our first one is happening March 3rd and 4th in St. Augustine, Florida. But if you miss it or you can't make it, be sure to head over to yoursellingguide.com slash meetup for all of the details on the next ones or follow me on Instagram at yoursellingguide. Okay, let's jump right in. What is selling on Amazon doing retail arbitrage? Retail arbitrage, or RA for short, is literally buying an item from one retailer and selling it at another. Mostly this is done in marketplace sites like eBay and Amazon, but if you've ever seen people buying flatbeds of box candies or snacks at Costco or Sam's Club, then you've seen a small town corner store owner buying stock for their shelves. You might also hear the term online arbitrage or OA. This is essentially the same thing, only you're buying stock from a retail website and having it shipped to you. So that's RA or retail arbitrage, but how do you make that work with selling on Amazon? Every week I go out and I buy stuff from local Walmarts, Targets, TJ Maxx, grocery outlet, Ollie's, regular old grocery stores, and I send them into Amazon. When I'm sending stuff to Amazon, that's what's called FBA or Fulfilled by Amazon. It's a great model and it works, especially if you live in an RV where I can't possibly hold the amount of stock that I sell, but it also works for sellers all over the U.S. and all sizes of house, apartments, and even, yes, more RVs. Sellers send their products to an Amazon warehouse. Then for a fee, Amazon stores that inventory until a customer purchases it from the existing Amazon listing. Then Amazon ships that item out directly to the customer and manages all the customer services. So all the return issues, everything with talking to a customer, which leaves you free from that costly and sometimes crazy part of being a retailer. So yes, the returns are still going to affect you since it is your inventory and it's your stock, but you don't have to deal directly with the customers, which if you're a new business owner is really helpful. Amazon manages that all for you. Okay, now if you are still with me, I have purchased items from a retailer and I've packed them all up and sent it off to Amazon. But I know the main question you have right now, what is it that you're buying, Nikki? How do you find it? And how the heck do you know that it's going to sell? This is the part that is really a foreign language until you start doing it. And trust me when I tell you, you can get the hang of it. Yes, you can become fluent in Amazon. 
Like I mentioned, so I source my products from Walmart, Target, Home Goods, Kohl's, Ross, Home Depot, and others. When I arrive to a store, I simply start scanning products UPC barcodes with the Amazon Seller app. Now, this app is free, but it is tied to your Amazon Seller account. So in order to even start scanning an item around your house, which I highly suggest that you do, you would first need to sign up for an Amazon Selling account, and then you can log in and use the app. This account is totally different than your normal customer buying account. It's an Amazon selling account. That app tells you how much these products sells for on Amazon, the number of sellers on that product, and the Amazon sales rank number. Of course, it also has the associated fees. So I evaluate all of this information and compare it to the price at the store to determine if I can make a profit selling that item. One of the most common questions I get from people who are just starting out or thinking about starting is always around profit. How do you know if this thing is actually going to make money? The great news is that the Amazon app will actually tell it to you and they make it pretty simple. So every time I scan an item, either scanning it with the UPC on the item or with the Amazon app, it's actually really cool that it can pull up a listing by scanning the front of a packaging of the item So it's a great hack to finding other listings for an item like bundles and multi-packs. So I find the items listing on Amazon using one of those ways that I've scanned it. And then it has this whole breakdown in the app of what it is currently selling for as well as all the fees. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, then you're going to see this breakdown live in the app. But I will also break it all down as simply as possibly for my audio listeners. Okay, so I've got a Revlon Beauty item I found at Walmart on clearance for $750. Right from the top, I can see that it's ranked $14,000 in beauty. That is a great rank. And I'll touch more on that in just a moment. But here in the middle, here is a section where you can see what it's actually selling for. So it's currently selling for $27.99. And when you click that middle bar, it will take you to the next screen on Amazon app, which is the profit screen. So at the top, it has two toggles, the Amazon Fulfilled and the Seller Fulfilled. We are doing Amazon Fulfilled or FBA, so I leave it on that one. You have the price, and then right below it is the Amazon fees. So if I sell this thing for $27.99, Amazon is going to charge me $8.06 in fees. Those fees are the pick and pack fees, as well as the fee to just have my stuff at the warehouse and Amazon to do that all for me. And of course, there's the referral fee because I'm using Amazon's mega platform to sell on. They have done all the marketing and have millions of customers shopping it already, which is another huge cost savings to me as a small business owner that Amazon has already done all that for me. I don't have to market my business. So I got the item for $750. So I'll add that here at the bottom where the box says cost of goods. If I didn't have a resale or sales tax certificate and I had to pay sales tax when I bought it, I would also add that in because that is a cost that I paid to have the item on hand. Now, after I add that price, it's showing me that after the item sells, I will make $12.43. That is after I make back that $7.50 I paid plus pay Amazon their fees. So I spent $7.50, it's sold, and now Amazon is going to send me back $19.93 for the sale, the $12 profit plus the $7.50 I paid. Now, I know that is a lot of numbers all at once. But the thing is that there is profitable items out there at retail that sell for more on Amazon. I like to think of it like we're a convenience store. And I can hear you now, but Nikki, why would people not just go to the store where you went and buy it? 
I have no idea, but I am not complaining. Maybe their stores are sold out. Maybe they live in a city and they don't like to go out to the stores, or maybe they just physically can't go to a store. Either way, they can get it on Amazon quickly, right to their front door, and you are the one who helps provide that service. And hopefully, you're making money doing it. All right, back to sourcing. The most common departments that I source in any store are the clearance, the seasonal, and the toy aisles. I find great things in all departments, but these are the three that I always start with personally. I scan whatever catches my eye, but I also arrive prepared with a list of potentially profitable items from my retail arbitrage bolo group. The bolo group is a monthly list of leads from members who have shared what makes a profit right now from their sourcing. It's the group I mentioned back in episode one. In stores like TJ Maxx or Ross, I make sure to scan their beauty aisle, their home and kitchen, and the toys. I basically do a perimeter sweep of all of the store departments, and I don't really scan a lot in the clothes in the middle. Okay, now back to scanning and using the Amazon sales rank to help you. This is really important, and one of the biggest mistakes I see new sellers make is buying something that doesn't have a rank or that has a really high rank. The Amazon sales ranks tells you how well something is ranked and selling. So that beauty item before that was 14000 that actually sells 1290 a month. And I knew just off the top of my head that that was a great rank in beauty. And the more you sell on Amazon, the more you will likely know off the top of your head that that's a good rank. It goes back to that analogy of it being a language. You will soon become so fluent after practice, mistakes, and learning. There are a bunch of different main categories on Amazon, like toys and games, beauty and personal care, health and household, grocery and gourmet foods, and on and on. Under those categories are subcategories. As a seller, we don't really care about subcategories. The only main category is what's important to us. Each category does not sell the same. So a book ranked 900,000 is actually pretty good because there are so many books in the book category, you can actually comfortably buy a book up to a million in rank and be confident that it'll sell in a month or two. But a beauty item ranked 900,000, or frankly any other category besides books ranked that high, means the item isn't selling. The best seller rank comes from it actually selling. So it's an item's rank that fluctuates throughout the day, weeks, and months. Being familiar with ranks and knowing how to use them really does help make your buying decisions. I have a whole free rank guide cheat sheet on my website to help new sellers know what is the highest comfortable rank in any category for you to buy. You can download it for free at yoursellingguide.com slash rank. And along with the rank guides, it comes with some other retail arbitrage information, including a sales calendar, which can help you know what to scan throughout the year. So you'll be able to scan something, know its rank, take a peek at that guide and say whether or not you want to buy it and whether or not it's going to sell. Going out, sourcing, and finding items to sell on Amazon is one of the most fun things I do. It's my favorite thing to do, in fact. I already like shopping, and now I get to make money doing it. What's not to love? To date, I have traveled through all the lower 48 states, and I've probably sourced in at least 42 of them, both in small towns and big cities, so I know it can be done anywhere. In fact, I really enjoy packing up all my supplies now and flying around the country to different places to source now that I'm more stationary in Oklahoma. If all of this sounds interesting to you and you're like, 
you know what, Nikki? I think I could do this. I have a ton of free videos on my YouTube channel, as well as a paid training course called Beginner FBA. It walks you through each and every step of starting your account from in-depth how to source, how to use the app, how to evaluate a profitable product, how to list, how to send, how to ship, and so much more. You can check it out at yoursellingguide.com, and I will drop all the links to this in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I would never launch a podcast and leave you hanging. So check out episode three now, Common Mistakes Sellers Make When Starting Doing Retail Arbitrage. You can follow and subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Watch the podcast over on YouTube at Your Selling Podcast and learn more from me about all things Amazon selling at YourSellingGuide.com. If you have a question, are a member of the YSG community, or you know someone who make a great guest on this podcast, email me at podcast at yoursellingguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and happy sourcing.